0: coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's the founder of DFY Meetings. It's Michael Gardner. Michael, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks, Josh. appreciate you having me on. Originally from Florida, which always great to talk with a fellow Floridian, uh, spent some time in Georgia, and now you're uh, traveling the world as, a, I don't know, nomad, but you're currently in Thailand. Is that right?
1: Yeah, currently in Thailand. I've been running the business and traveling, um, working remote for about four years now. Fun. That doesn't sound
0: like a bad gig. Well, tell us what Dfy uh, DFY meetings does.
1: Yeah, sure. So Done for You Meetings is a cold email agency. Uh, we work with B2B businesses, and essentially we send personalized targeted emails to set up sales discovery calls for B2B clients. So we work with marketing agencies, software companies, just in general, anybody for B2B service.
0: Yeah. So I see like you've worked with um, well, you've worked with General Mills, you've worked with some uh certainly a number of folks in the um the legal space. But um, what would be some examples of um you know, the typical folks that you that you're working with.
1: Yeah, so generally speaking, it's going to be most of our clients are marketing agencies. Not doesn't need to be marketing agencies, but anybody with a high ticket B two B service. So, mm-hmm. uh, for example, let's say that you offer uh, Facebook ads, and you have a specific audience you want to go after. We can send out really personalized emails to try to start conversations. We have on your behalf and then set up sales meetings. So, you know, most of our clients are going to be. Uh, Larger agencies, generally over a million a year, Um, occasionally enterprise, but normally like the one to 10 million a year range. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I'm really curious about, I I think I'm very well versed
0: in what does not work in email marketing. email outreach because I get spammy emails and it just, eh, you know, it's not, not of interest to me. So obviously you have to do this in a way where it works. And can you maybe just kind of give us a quick one-on-one and what works well in in email marketing and what, you know, admittedly, yeah, don't, don't do this uh, because people hate it.
1: Yeah, so cold email is, uh, it it definitely has somewhat of a negative reputation. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the reasons is is the barrier to entry is so low to do it, Mm -hmm. but you just have so many people doing it um, where, you know, when I look at uh, people who do cold email, there's very few that get a lot of meetings, but there's a lot who get no meetings. And the ones who get no meetings are the ones who are sending cut and paste, unsegmented, unpersonalized emails. Like when we look at a cold email that does well, it's written for a very small demographic. So where a lot of people would say, I'm writing a cold email to an e-commerce business. In reality, you need to be, I'm writing a email to a sunglasses e-commerce brand, uh, you know, very specific segments. So when we write emails, we're writing to a very small segment. We're using a lot of personalization. We want to make sure a service is really relevant. I see a lot of people where they build a very broad list with 10 different business types and they just sell generic services where mm-hmm. uh, you want to be really specific and and generally that's going to get you a much better response and much better results. So um
0: so I'm on your website right now and 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 I like that you've got your you know kind of productized pricing which is always fun but um so you know just realistically you know when you're talking with someone you're like okay if they say well you know we've got this list they're pretty cold but we know that they're the kind of people that we'd like to work with and we've got like a thousand points of contact here like what what's realistic uh for you know someone with that you know just a list of that size like yeah, they could, when I say realistic um I mean ultimately obviously they like they'd like to have some meaningful conversation with them and hopefully sure. again a meeting.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So when you looked at book meeting rate um it ranges is to give a big range from great being one out of 50 to the the worst result I would continue running a campaign at would be one out of four hundred. So, on average, out of all of our campaigns, around 200 prospects is what it takes to get a meeting. Our best campaigns around one out of 50. Our worst are around one out of 400. If you're doing worse than one out of 400, and you've tried a lot of things, it might just be that people don't want it. And there are some industries where it's just so aggressive of cold email that there are better ways to do outreach. Yeah,
0: yeah, probably. Which which industries are really good, and and which are kind of a little scorched earth?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, Really good industries will be targeting software, marketing agency, startups are awesome. So startups and tech are great. Targeting influencers, generally businesses that are run by younger people are gonna Mm -hmm. be more receptive to cold email. Um, When we look at the least successful campaigns they've run, Doctors are nearly impossible to get meetings with. Lawyers, um, like any type of like small local mom and pop business, are generally a lot more difficult to get a meeting with. Actually, so we we love marketing agencies, love tech, love startups. Uh, they're they're great to reach out to.
0: Yeah, um, and so you've worked with some, like I said, you've worked with some decent companies. Um, Man United, you've worked with Manchester United. What do you, do you recall, like offhand, what that use case, what that was?
1: So if Manchester United, it was actually back when we used to offer a array of services and we did social media consulting for them. So when I started the agency, oh, okay. we had like 10 things and then we consolidated down to one as we got more specialized. So funny enough, I managed to land them as one of my first clients just by wow. a, an introduction, which was a really great portfolio item to start out with.
0: Wow. Wow. Um, okay. And then um, in terms of the language, can you help me out with maybe some of the language or the copy do's and don'ts? <clears throat>
1: Yeah. So one of the biggest things about copy that people mess up on is they talk about themselves when no one cares about them. Um, So we try to make all the copy aimed at a prospect. And uh, a a big part of the copy is going to be does the offer people actually want it. So, you know, normally we try to have a very specific offer, not, hey, we do marketing. It's, hey, we do this very specific segment of marketing, which solves this very specific industry problem. So we try to highlight a problem that's specific to their industry where you'd have to know what you're talking about to highlight that problem. And we try to focus on the benefits they're going to receive and then also back that up with examples of people that we've done that for before. So I might not even mention my name outside of a signature in a cold email because people do not care about me, especially when I'm appearing in their inbox and there's not been prior contact.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, and so the ask then um, I mean, are, are we in that initial email? Are we, how, how direct are we in terms of like, you know,
1: going for the meeting? Sure. So this depends on how much demand there is for an offer. We have some offers that are so in demand, we can just go straight for the meeting and people book right in because there's mm. services that are just really hot and really needed. If we have a service that's not in that category, we might just have the first question being asked if this is a problem they're feeling or asking if it's even relevant to send them more information or to talk more about this. So if an offer is not extremely hot, we're just trying to get some type of response to indicate that they're even the right person to talk to about this. or if it's an offer that's extremely hot, we go directly to the call.
0: Yeah, so it, it, it's kind of it depends. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and again, I think you, know what we want to be, right, is incredibly sensitive to who this person is. and, and we really want to think of it, okay, if I'm gonna get a cold email, um, boy, it, it, it better be pretty valuable and it better feel pretty personalized because if it's just, a, oh God, and I get these and they're just awful, you know, you could tell it's just so like, especially when the information is bad and, you know, they're just like making old, I mean, it's, it's awful. Like, uh, you know, and in terms of like, um, feeling just generic right and okay obviously you don't really care about me i'm just one out of a million here you're just spraying and praying um what are some other things that we could do to kind of maybe at least get the facts straight or be a little bit more sensitive
1: to the recipient a lot of it comes down to segmenting. I think what you mentioned is like the oh. spray and pay approach, which ruins reputation. I mean, some of the lists we're working with might only be 100 or 200 people because we're getting a really specific segment of people, which we can get really specific. For example, the way we cold email a marketing agency that specializes in web design would be different than the way we cold email a marketing agency that specializes in Facebook ads. They have different pains, different problems. So the smaller the a segment you can get, the more relevant the messaging can be. So that's one of the main things because people try to get these massive broad segments because it's easy because it's, oh, I just set it up and I press the button and it runs forever where these little campaigns take a lot more energy. You have to constantly adapt to your copy, constantly launch new campaigns, write new copy. But that's one of the best ways that it appears through the noise.
0: All right. And then the million dollar question, I
1: think people want to know is how do we stay out of the spam box? so this there's not a fast answer to this it's a massive fight um we have two like just for my agency we have two full-time employees whose entire jobs are to manage spam that's it so it's it's a lot of work and um this is another thing that the, the the short answer is you want to warm up an email um which a lot of people don't want an email. Essentially, you can add your email to certain softwares, which are going to send emails back and forth and build your trust of a sender. And also we want to send really low volume per email. So when we look at our clients, a lot of our clients we have 50, 60 emails for, because we send very low volume on every email. So uh, warming up your email, uh, making sure you're sending low volume. Also, do we have a whole process to check for spam words? Because there's certain words which almost just instantly trigger, hey, this is spam. Like uh, people using revenue. Or as a network word, for example, or even like call. We don't use the word call in a cold email. We use meeting because call is a spam word. So there's a there's a lot of things. I would say the best recommendation I have is uh Quickmail and LEMless, these are two cold email sending softwares, both have awesome blogs. They can answer that question in a much more concise way than I can speaking through it because it is really technical.
0: Yeah. Um, and then um, you know, for your uh agency and you know, just kind of looking at um your website, you know, so obviously you could do lead list building, manage campaigns, um, and then, you know, a, a plug and play system. But um, like, who would who would lead list building be appropriate for versus who really just needs to make the investment and manage campaign?
1: Sure. So lead list building is normally something we do as kind of an entry into the door. So when we do our own outbound, it's an easier sell because it's a lower ticket and it's a good way to build trust. So that's the main reason we have that. Um, majority of our clients, 90% of them are on managed campaigns. So typically for lead list building, like I said, it's, it's an entry offer. Occasionally people come to us where they just have a hard time finding contacts. We help them out. But the majority of our business with managed campaigns. So we handle all the tech, all the list building, write the scripts, handle all the appointment setting, essentially everything from email sent to book call.
0: Yeah, um so your website is uh is dfymeetings.com when somebody goes there or you know let's say someone's been listening to our conversation and they're like oh, all right cool uh where do they go from here what might be the next step maybe they're not ready to book a call but they want to learn more
1: yeah, absolutely. So I have a whole YouTube channel around cold email when outbound prospecting. And I, oh, cool. I literally just show you exactly what I do. So the stuff we do for clients is the same things I talk through on my YouTube channel. Um, it's Michael Gardner. Um, I think my name will be here somewhere. But if you look up Michael Gardner yeah. on YouTube, I, I give away everything we do there.
0: Yeah, and it's uh, Gardner is G-A-R-D-I-N-E-R, Michael Gardner. And it, you know, to our friend that's listening to our podcast interview right now, um, just... Click, click around, click on the show notes, click, you know, try to get to the show notes. I've got a direct link, Michael, to your website. uh, And I appreciate that. Great. Yeah, definitely check out your YouTube channel. Uh, Michael, thank you so much again. Um, The founder of of DFY Meetings. Yeah, that's correct. All right. Founder of DFYmeetings.com. Michael, thank you for joining us.
1: Yeah, thank you, Josh. Thanks
0: for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for the thoughtful entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love, even if you just stop by to say hi, I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day together together